Hi, hi. Today we're with Deep. Deep Kaza. <laughs> Deep is fine. <laughs> Deep is fine. Okay, so let's chop. Let's hold it. Yeah, you have had this mix before, but Sprite and Apple. What have you? You have had this mix before. Yes, I think so. I think so. <laughs> Hi, guys. Wait, let's start again. <laughs> We're not starting again. No, Hi, guys. Yeah, it's okay. <laughs> okay, so yes, you've already guessed. We have a guest today on the podcast. You're listening to Dara's Diamond, a Diamond's Memoir. My name is Diamond, and you're welcome. You're welcome to another episode. Um, today is Friday, between the 2nd of July 2022, and according to timeanddate.com, it is 14:54 p.m. Yes, and we have a guest. We have a guest. He's someone I've known for a really long time, and yeah, it's been amazing. Today, earlier today, I was when I was thinking about the recording session, I was just remembering how it's been a long time i've known him so remembering how he was young and how he's now old not old per se but grown <laughs> so yes it's nice i'll let him introduce himself and we're actually just having a conversation we're just gisting and recording and we have vodka and we have sprites and yeah we have drinks basically and we have this nice playlist in the background that he curated so yes um at the end of the day i'll be telling you what i think about the playlist <laughs> but yeah so we're just going to have a conversation enjoy yourselves um get a drink yeah and that's it so jake oh i called his name introduce yourself <laughs> um hello i'm jake i want to think of myself as someone who's a progressive so I'm not going to say oh, this is what I do and all that. Just think about the progressive, the liberal progressive. Yeah, so we can take it. Maybe in the course of the conversation, you get to know what I do and stuff. So. Okay, deep the progressive. That's nice. <laughs> but okay, explain what you mean. Well, who would you say progressive person is or a progressive is? So yeah. Okay, so I do I look at life and way things happen around us you find out that people are still stuck people are afraid of unlearning some things that they even they even know are just maybe archaic or abstract so when i say progressive like i i want i i'm kind of like i want people to be forward thinking because that's what i do so even if i'm forward thinking i'm going to the wrong direction and i realize that doubts i'm going wrong I try to fix it, so that's why I mean my progressive, like so, ever learning. Exactly, that's yeah. what I was going to say. So you're learning through life, yeah. unlearning, relearning, you know. Oh, and I would uh, personally, I would say I I can see that because there are certain decisions you've made that I have seen, and I'm like, oh, especially um, as for where we're coming from, because we're coming from the same place. <laughs> In let's, terms not, of, let's not talk like insiders <laughs> now. <laughs> yes. <laughs> because we're coming from the same place. In terms of religious background, upbringing, we're coming from a very similar place. So, yes, looking at where you are now, I would definitely agree that you're deep progressive. And it's good to see. It's really, really, really beautiful to witness. So, 
Yeah, um, tell me about what you do. Uh, like I was saying, like we initially did a short recording and then when we played back, I wanted him to hear it and see, okay, how does this sound to you? And I know, okay, for someone for someone who has not been used to hearing their own voice, it would have been weird. And but he's used to hearing his own voice. So tell me how you went from studying zoology, Abby. History. It's history. Oh, it's even history. Okay. Uh, then that's not so far, Sha. How you went from studying history to being a journalist? Yes. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Um. <laughs> I think the flair for journalism ha was put in there at some point in my upbringing. So I grew up in a house where my mom buys papers every other weekend. She still does it now. She's an avid reader of Punch, even if I'm also much of a big fan of Punch right now. <laughs> yeah, so I'm not, I'm not trying to trash anybody's organization, but I'm just saying that I grew up reading these newspapers and when I finished service, an opening came up and it was like, can you write? Will you? I'm like, I did history. When you're writing anything, especially if you're trying to give an account of something, you're talking about, you're trying to answer some questions, where, when, what, who. That's what I did in school. Now I'm just writing something that is on the go. And so it was similar and I've learned my writing has improved because if I see some days ago I was going through my um, university 400 level notes I saw some and I was reading I was just laughing like oh so I wrote this like yeah, but right now it's way way better than that oh, that's time. good yeah that's so, good that's how I found myself in journalism I would say I want to say I'm kind of like some accidental journalist but it has always been there to be honest okay there's always been a quest to tell stories in written form Okay, that's really nice. That's nice because me, one thing I have noticed as life has been going on is that somehow nothing we ever find ourselves in, whether mistakenly or intentionally, ever turns out badly. So I'm sure when you were asked to study history, it's probably not what you intended, nah, right? It's not, it's not uh, what I wanted. And but somehow you can relate what you the experience you gained as a history student to what you're doing right now and it's almost like oh maybe thank god you never even did any other thing else right yeah. and that's one thing i have come to see about life a lot of times we should just move like even if it's not playing out how you thought in your head trust me 10 15 years down the line you'll say okay it wasn't such a bad thing after all most times especially if you never get to a place where you give up or you know it just somehow plays out let me let me let me even, let me so buttress a point let me even say something yes i actually like the fact that life takes you through some certain routes you might not really like it but at the end of the day piece of some of the best journalists in nigeria right now are they didn't have anything to do. In fact, they were from outright sciences. I don't know if you followed the story of this particular journalist who went undercover, who went to jail. He put himself, I don't know whether you saw that. Absolutely. He, what did he do? Something food sciences, something like that. Yeah. And he's known, he has won awards and all that stuff. The guy who wrote um, that um, everybody started ascribing to Bari when he says Nigerian youths are lazy, the person who broke that story. Sciences too. Mm. Both of them, I, I, I've had the privilege to work with both of them. One of them has founded his own organization. Um, the other one now works with Twitter. So, like, I've been blessed to, to interact with these people. And 
the, the journalism was not really what they wanted to do. But no, they're doing well now. That's really, really good to know. See, life, me, as in, you know how, let's go back to the whole progressive thing. Every day, I just wake up and experience something different and I'm like, life just steady keeps surprising us. Allow it. Enjoy yourself while you're at it. That's my, that's presently my logo. Just enjoy yourself while you are in the process because one day you wake up and you'll be happy about yeah. where you are just believe it you'll be happy about where you are one day when you wake up so yeah um did you tell us your full name i don't remember you okay it. um for the record uh my government name's uh, <laughs> <laughs> Dave Kaza Shibayan. okay and yeah you tweet a lot now what's your handle at Dipkaza, D-Y-E-P-K-A-Z-A-H Dipkaza, okay, mm. yeah, so that's good to know Um, I haven't asked, but are you open to talking about family? Oh, well, yeah, let's go Okay, so <laughs> let's keep going <laughs> So guys, don't forget to the playlist Jake told me when he sent me this playlist So let me tell you how this whole thing happened, yeah Um, After I released the other episode with the full burner boys playlist so dip i dip i saw a picture on whatsapp status that they posted and it was a song and i was like oh let me go listen just out of the blues i listened to the song and i really like it what's the name of that particular song said um, help me help me and find it uh-huh. and then i listened to the song and i liked it so i just hit dip up i was like oh um this song was nice and he was like oh yeah that he has some other really nice songs i was out like okay how out of my mind out of my mind yes i really like it so when we get to that particular song i'll tell you guys so um i was like okay he said he'll create a play- playlist and according to him the playlist will make me very emotional and <laughs> i was like okay yeah send it so and it just it, a thought came to my mind like okay so while we're listening to his curated playlist it's on spotify it's called smooth um, maybe we should record something and yeah that's how I got to this particular moment and I think I'll be titling this episode Dearest Diamond a moment with Dave Kaza <laughs> ah yes so I think that's what I'm going to title it um, yeah so like I said I've known Dave since I was in I moved to ABJ in just when I was in just two, that's 2006, and our mothers attended the same church. So by proxy, we all attended the same church and we grew up. So um, religiously speaking, we grew up with a lot of the same precepts and um, we have grown to obviously be rebels. Because I remember that time, <laughs> there was the first set of rebellious children in church. <laughs> <laughs> I can see you're trying to cast me on no. here, but it's okay. It's like... I'm not. But I always admired how he did it smoothly. So you could not, like, how would I put it? I wouldn't use the word hate, but you could not necessarily hate on him. He was who he was simply. It was okay if you didn't like it. It was okay if you were bothered and felt like he should be you know a different person i just that was the that was how i looked at him you know i just saw this person that was living peacefully and easefully through life yeah of course there would have been you know one or two and he would have been growing up obviously because we've all experienced growth but 
it was nice it was nice seeing him so um tell me how for you like where you are now you know married coming from where you are and of course i'm sure with the marriage process coming from where you are there might have been a lot of questions um are you sure this is what you want you know uh this is, is you know just tell me something you learned through the process how it went and okay yeah. um okay so i'm going to tell your listeners I, I don't think you're actually giving them the context i want you to give them and this is it we are from conservative homes okay. <laughs> i i wanted you to speak comfortably right okay, i don't no, want to put words in your mouth so so, yes. so when she says when you say i i i'm this type of way and based on where we're coming from yeah that is that is for more context yeah um yes uh let's see going into marriage was a bit tough but surprisingly it wasn't because i was thinking my mom would say are you sure you're not going to get somebody from church and everything but she saw that i was kind of like adamant and honestly, she liked that. I don't like it. In fact, it got to a point where it felt like they were ganging up against me. You know, it's not like yeah, so it's, it's, it's been a learning experience. It's not been easy. Even in marriage. Like. Man, shout out to all of you guys that are single. Because if you are ready to take that step, you should be ready. Because there, there, there are things you are going to wake up to and you're like, how did I get there? But then, what drew you to the person? You saw a particular picture, you had the picture of this person and you, you wanted to live through life with that person. So I think those are one of the things that might probably keep you going. But I'll say it's been quite interesting. It was tough and easy at the same time. It was tough because I was dealing with a different background. Okay, so I am from Cardinal State, my mom is from Edo State. I grew up not having any cultural affinities now i'm going to marry somebody please from the southwest and you know how the yoruba people do that they are deep with ceremonies they are deep with... okay so my father-in-law just passed and it's like it, it's because he, he died he was over 80. it's going to be a party they're going to tell me they're literally telling me i'm going to wear two clothes when i get there. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah i'm experiencing it's, it's, it's like i said it's, it's progressing. So as you you're progressing, you're picking up all these things. You're learning. So you, you I cannot really say that um, I've learned something. I'm still learning. I'm still learning. That's good. That's good. Um. So um. Do you know you are my first memory of yoga? Oh. Yes. You're the one. Then you say, oh, let's go do yoga with at that your friend you guys used to do yoga at yeah, this estate yeah, diet. Yeah, yeah. yes so yeah like whenever i think of what spiked my interest at all in the whole i won't lie you're better than me i see your videos yeah <laughs> so that means you've not been practicing oh i am i'm being lazy at it. okay so uh, for me i actually like a group i've been thinking I, I i don't know i'm looking for when i'll be able to structure my time i've been thinking of putting that out there on, on twitter just find like somewhere like every weekend at least you can wake up in the morning do your thing before you go to work but then coming together i like coming together i love to bring community people. yes i, I love you see me at my best when i'm with people actually mm, yeah. okay so like a thing where we just say oh there's this space come with your mats come with your mats we'll probably put on a 
everybody can join to maybe just connect to whatever you want to we can come flow with, through. Yeah, we can come with a very big jukebox and just being there. Are you stressed? Are you depressed? Are you tired? Okay, you look forward to either Saturday or Sunday or whatever date we fix and just come in. Even if it's two hours, let's just. No expectations, right? <laughs> just come as you are and well, flow through life. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Just... Have a moment with yourself. Yeah, yeah, that's something to think about, definitely. So, um, we are 60 minutes in, and um, there's a, a part of the, you know, the whole thing that I would really, really like us to get to, um, and that's about present-day Nigeria and politics. Ah. <laughs> so, um, you asked me earlier if I was obedient, right? Yes. Um, so, I openly campaign for Pitaobi. I, I don't know if I have earned the right to say I'm obedient, but um, I will not open my I will not open my eyes and vote for any other person except there's a more credible candidate aside him. For now I do not see a more credible candidate. And whether or not he will win or he will not win is not necessarily my thought process. I just believe that if each of us decided to do the right thing and vote for the more credible candidate. I think we would agree he is the more credible candidate. But we all know that Nigerian politics has its intricacies. In fact, politics generally has its intricacies. It's just that, yes, we will speak about politics as regards or as relating to Nigeria as it is. So um, you tell me, are you obedient? I don't, you know, just tell me what you think about okay, the whole okay, thing that's so going in, on. So, so <laughs> with my profession in this part of the world, you're actually not meant to openly have. Mm. A leaning politically. I noticed that with your postings, you're never, yeah. you never say anything directly. Yeah, yet. yes, yes, okay. yes. So now the thing is this. Now this is a personal space. Yes. So you're, you're getting to know me. So that is your <laughs> your listeners are getting to know me. So I can say I can tell you that I do not really have a candidate I'm supporting. But out of everybody so far. Peter B seems like someone who wants to do well, but there's a bot for me. And the bot is this. I do not, there's some of, there's some things he, have, he has done. I don't think he should be playing politics that way because Peter B is being touted as somebody who is going to do things differently. So why would you play politics the way Atiku or Tinubu is going to play? They are going to play politics. I'll give you an example. One of the examples is this. Um, recently, Peter B was in the news and he said he invested $20 million of Anambra while he was governor of Anambra State. And now the proceeds of that is now $100 million. And there were some fact checks made. We reached out to news organizations, reached out to Anambra. Willie Obai, um, sorry, Soludo is the current governor, his, his commissioner for finance brought out this and said, yes, indeed there was an investment. It was $12 million. And now because of the economic climate of the world and the country, because he invested in international breweries, because of that, and because of the um, climate situation, the, what, is, what he bought, the investment is worth 
eight, um, eight or five million dollars. Stand to be correct. So it lost. So, so it dropped. Now, but oh. the most important thing in that particular story is that there was an investment. He thought about his people. As governor, he took Anambra's wealth and put it into something for for the future. Commendable. But why do you have to play with figures? Why won't you give the exact figures? This is what Tinubu article will do. So this is where... And secondly, the party he is in, I, I do not see him... He do, I don't think he stands a chance. Now this is it. Throughout the world, you go to the US, you go to the UK, the US were copying. They have practiced democracy for more than a hundred years. It's either the Republicans or the Democrats. You go to the UK, you find either Labour or Conservative. So, you find out that there are two major political parties. So you can imagine that for the hundred years that America has existed, power has only gone to either Republicans or Democrats. Now, we have two formidable parties in Nigeria, APC and PDP. Why are they formidable? Why are they known? Because they have a structure. I was reading the news yesterday, Peter Obi has been repeating it. I was reading the news yesterday and he said something, he said, these, those poor Nigerians are the structure he needs. But we just had Ekiti election. We just have Oshun election. In Ekiti, I was in Ekiti. Honestly, we, me and my colleague, we asked somebody, a young person, we asked the person, do you know Peter Obiani? Nothing. The whole local government I covered, the whole party got only one vote. You understand? In Oshun election, they even tried. They came like fourth or something. They had the candidate there had like two top. Oh, 2,000 plus votes, almost 3,000 votes. And, they, and Peter Obi was there for a rally. And on social media, most of the supporters are saying, no, it's not about parties, it's about candidates. It's not about parties, it's about candidates. And I'm like, how do you make your party, how do you get Nigerians to vote you if they don't know your party? Or they know your candidates? That's how it works. Um, an article was on Arise this morning. And they asked him, what are the chances of the Labour Party? He said he doesn't think that Labour Party is going to win because they don't have a structure. And why is they don't have a structure? You don't have any member in the House of Reps. You don't have any governor. How are you going to penetrate the grassroots? For me, if Peter Obi had picked PDP's ticket, that would be easy. Because there's one man in Chibok in Boronu states who is a PDP member, maybe the watch chairman, and he said, Abuja has delegates have picked Peter Obi, and it's him who are going to go with they will fall in line straight because there's a structure from top to down to the grassroots. But there are some states in this country that there's no Labour Party office. So how do you want to win an election? This is, this is the second point. The thirdly, in Nigeria, you have the, 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 the zone, the geopolitical zone with the highest vote, number of votes is the Northwest. And from the Northwest, Kaduna, Kanu, Katsina, in 2015, Kanu gave Buari 1.9 million votes. In Katsina, Katsina gave him 1.4 million votes. My state gave him 1.1 million votes. Now, between that time and now, more people have registered. What are the plans of, or what is the plan of Peter Obi and his party, Labour Party, to get votes in the Northwest? Now, you already have a conquer. So, who is who they try to form an alliance that has failed right now? 
who is from Kanu State and he has a cult life following. So even in Kanu State, PDP and APC are going to grapple for votes. How is Peter Blue going to get votes? I try to be pragmatic and very realistic when it comes to things. I, I don't put emotions. I'm trying to analyze it. Left for me, I think I'll say Peter B. If I had the powers, I'll say Peter B should have it. Do you understand? But we have a system that, and it might not be the best of systems. If you do not, if you do not try to crack the system, you can't win. I used to tell some of my colleagues that we have conversations about this. I tell them there are two ways. Is it that you penetrate the system and manipulate it to your own advantage? Or you destroy the system and bring up a new system that works. I don't see Peter will be doing any of that. So these are my well, I say misgivings now. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. But that's very well um, laid out. That's very it's a thought um, process, or not necessarily a thought process, but it's something for us to go back and think about. So it's not just um, we're supporting the better candidates we're you know going to do the right thing but what does uh, what's the likelihood of this thing coming to yeah. fruition well personally I, I, I i'm sure i don't speak for everybody but i believe that good things begin somewhere um we have people who have tried they say the person that did electricity tried 99 times and he won or he got it right at one point um, so I feel like the uprising of Peter B is a start. It might not come to fusion in this election. It might not, exactly. he might not win. Exactly. But it's a start. Exactly. No, so now the question is, is he going to endure for another four years or that will be the end? Peter B just turned 61. Does he still want to pursue that? Is he is this as tenacious as Atiku and Tinubu? Do you know when Atiku do you know when Atiku first had a go at the presidency? 1993, he was, he and Abiola were contesting for the ticket of SDP. He literally stepped down for Abiola to pick the ticket. That's how far these men have been coming. At that election, Tinubu won Senate. He was a senator in 1993. He represented Lagos, um, Lagos Central. That's where his wife is rep currently representing. That's how far. So is Peter Obi going to wait it out to 2027? Because honestly, the truth is, it's almost seeming like a two-horse race for 2023, PDP and APC. As usual. As usual. <laughs> and, it's, and, and, and yes, it is usual because they are the two main political parties. These two parties have structures. Now, the question is, if you don't take power, how do APC take power from PDP? They built up to like four political parties came together in 2013 and said it's enough we're going to keep pdp out we are tired and they were able to get the sympathy of nigerians and they were able to vote out um president jonathan, jonathan. so okay <laughs> yes so but all things you know being equal personally i will still do the right thing and vote for peter will be if i get to vote if i'm available or whatever if things no you have out. to you have me yeah you have to <laughs> you have to exercise your friend okay so someone like us when when you're working on the new electoral law i am not a stakeholder so to say so i cannot go to a public hearing in senate or house of rape to say something i'm just a journalist i report the activities but there's something we yearn for they should have created a provision for early voting. Now, what early voting does, let's say the presidential poll is ne upper Saturday, 
this tomorrow Saturday, all of us who are going to be on election duty, journalists, maybe some medical people, security agents, they can go ex exercise their franchise. Then on election day, when the whole country is now voting, they can now function. Yeah? But they didn't give us so, that. Oh, they didn't so give you us guys that. don't get to vote. So, so, so just imagine, I have my PVC right now. On election day, they might post me somewhere to say, okay, you're going to cover here. I can't vote because you can't vote anywhere. You must vote in a particular, particular polling unit. Yes. Uh, that, the, the new electoral law, wasn't it supposed to address that situation? No, okay, so I think it's a step-by-step -step, um, progress. I, they are feeling, I, there's the feeling that things could be hacked if you're going to vote for many other way. There might be manipulation. So for now, let's try to make sure that the whole electoral, the whole accreditation of voters and transmission of results is done electronically first before we can now explore other uh, yes or, yes yes so that's why it's like that okay um that works there's obviously a lot of work to be done and i'm worried because i be, i feel like nigeria is at its tipping point where where we are is not nice it's, it's not looking good it's not looking good on any grounds dollars of today is 6 45 6 30 as at this morning and with the whole insecurity thing with um uh yes the insecurity the inflation everybody's like exhausted we are at a place where you wake up and they say oh people escaped from prison or there was some terrorist attack somewhere and this one and okay i was speaking to someone yesterday and she said that in her opinion in fact it's not a matter of her opinion that nigeria is at war right now as far as she's concerned because the kinds of things that we're hearing so close to it's not this is not far like we're in the capital and we're hearing some very very scary news we're hearing some gist that you're not only in a in a normal working environment it's supposed to be very very far from you so it's more like we are just coasting and telling ourselves that everything is okay it's really not and if whoever takes you know power next if we're not certain because as it is these guys are not necessarily campaigning no especially our baba he's not campaigning no. well they're not he, well, what i mean by campaigning okay. he's not trying to come and tell us that um th there's no assurance that he intends to solve any of our problems he just wants to have power and that's what they have in common both of them i feel like just like you said article has come all the way since 1993 and that's been an intention a child of that was born in 1993 is 29 years old yes that's 30 he has been in the game for like 30 years and at this point i feel like i'm just coming to take back all i have invested <laughs> that yes because no but these <laughs> men are well due they will never be poor again like. obviously yeah you know so well i just i just hope that whatever it is their intention better be that nigeria has a problem and we're trying to solve a problem or the problem that nigeria's problems and we're trying to solve at least two three major ones like let that be an intention not just i want power because so far the only person who is telling us that they have good intentions towards the growth and development of this country um to be fair to be fair uh, i i actually feel like it might be too early to to say okay 
this person doesn't really have a plan or not. Oh, last time I checked, Tinubu said they're working on a blueprint that they're going to release soon. In fact, it leaked Seth. And they said, yes, it is our document, but we're still fine-tuning it. Today, um, article was on Arise this morning. And they were interrogating his policy, what he wants to do. Peter Obi has largely talked about what he wants to do. So I feel it's for Nigerians to actually interrogate all these documents and see who is the best person. I understand that some of these guys come with like moral baggage. And that is why you go on Twitter and they're like, oh, uh, this, guy, this one is an alleged drug lord. The other one is an alleged thief. And uh, Peter Obi is made to look it's made to look like a saint. But to be very honest with you, eh, Peter Obi might be prudent and might not operate in their league, but they are all products of the same establishment. How far ago was Peter Obi a governor? You understand? The difference is that he tried as much as possible to make his state a viable place. He tried to bring development. But to a large extent, look at it, they are all interconnected. These men, eh, forget it, people are fighting on social media and abusing each other because of Obi, <laughs> Tinubu, and Atiko. Whereas these men, if they see, they agree, they laugh, they talk. Um, this person's birthday was, Atiku told him happy birthday. During Atiku's birthday, um, Peter Obi say, my leader. You understand all these things? See, so you have to be very, very objective. Don't be carried away by emotions. If you are carried away by emotions, you will miss it. There's no reason why I will go on social media and be insulting somebody. <laughs> Over their choice. <laughs> Whereas the the I'm supporting doesn't know me, or the article you're supporting doesn't know, or the team that you're supporting doesn't even know you, and you will probably not meet him ever. <laughs> so, so I actually feel like, and that brings me, and any opportunity I have, any little audience I have, I always try to see it. How can we get to a point where we have conversations about politics that is devoid of insults and? Let's have meaningful, you know when we're able to have meaningful conversations, then we can now chat. Okay, so I actually think I might leave my table and go for be because of a particular, this point you're trying to make. When can we get to that stage? So most times on, on, on social media, I hardly, I refrain from even talking about politics because you do insult your father, your mother, your generation. <laughs> <laughs> so. Well, yeah. Understandably, um, thanks for sharing your opinions. Regard, uh, despite the circumstance, uh, the refrains that you might have as to yeah, yeah, yeah. job and all that. Thank you very much. Um, so finally, we'll talk about the playlist. They've, they've not still played that song that I like. And Already, I So. I, I listened to it and aside the first song, I think that first one is a very popular one. Um, Plum? Yes, the one by Plum, yes. Sensation. I'm not very good with names and artists, yes. That one is a very popular song, I liked it. But I still liked the play next, the... Okay, the... Okay, alright. Um, and no, the play does not make me emotional. It's a nice one, it's smooth, cool vibes, but... Not emotional, <laughs> not for me. <laughs> okay, so if I may, uh, if I may ask, what is what is um, what so special about this song? Why did I even see this? Wait, what, what was I watching? That I saw the song and I oh, Resident Evil. Have you seen it? No. Oh, you should see. Are you hearing this song? I don't know what's special about it, but I like it. 
Yeah, you guys just enjoy for a bit. Especially, I think the whole transition to the bridge that's um, like this part they just sang. Okay, so, so like, okay, yeah, I, I get that the instrumental is actually nice, but um, I like the, the lyrics. It's the song is like a metaphor, right? Yeah. So, depending on the state of mind you are when you listen to it, you might actually speak. I found it crazy when he said um, he's trying to make a deal with the devil. You know, literally in the whole, they say when they see somebody trying to, some, somebody doing something very desperate, they say you sold yourself mm -hmm. so, to the devil. Yeah. So no matter how desperate you get, devil doesn't, devil doesn't care. care. <laughs> <laughs> so it's, I, I actually found that like really interesting. Yeah, I get, I get. Um, it's just it's, it's good music to me i had one of those like you know how like i do this thing a lot where i dance and just you know enjoy music and just twirl and have a very dreamy romantic you know yeah. moment something yeah and the song just kind of fit into what i could use to do one of those things i think that's why i probably resonated with it a lot well i think my favorite song uh, on here is I don't know, is great. That would be the last one then you can decide to wrap up. Um, Billy Eilish. Play it now. Wasn't it? When I was older. Okay, baby Eilish. Mm. What did you, how did you pronounce that? Billy Eilish. Is that, oh really? Eilish. Do you know I how know. I always British. pronounce it? <laughs> <laughs> Billy Eilish. Eilish. Well... <laughs> Alright. Well, thank you for having me here, but I actually felt I wanted to talk longer. Yeah, you... okay. <laughs> I, it's just, I do a lot of shorter episodes, like I don't... Yeah, yeah, have, yeah, so you don't have to bore people, man. Yeah, I just try as much as possible. But there's something I like about this, it's very original, it's very real. So you're not looking forward to cut, edit, make it look... no, 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 it just falls like... I want to... I'm very, for some reason, so I didn't know that about myself but not everybody's as particular as me i like dates i've always liked events so i i relate particular events to dates so birthdays are important to me i remember people's birthdays a lot i like numbers um i if, if a particular thing happens that's special i relate it to a date i like to keep the date of it in my diary whenever i write i put the date and the time and i write so if i ever go back i it's a moment in time for me that in this particular day at that very moment this is what i was doing so yes that's kind of i think how um what related into so if you look simple episode i have oh according to timeandday.com so it's like and the name of the, of the podcast is, uh, diamonds memoir so it's like my 
memory. Someone 50 years down can, the line will listen, listen to, to it, it and will be a part of my moments in time. That's well, kind of that brings me, <laughs> that actually brings me to something. I don't know whether I should be doing it here or I should do it off record. But let me just see. I actually feel we should have it that, uh, an episode soon. You can have me or any of your friends ask you the questions. Oh, okay. 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 <laughs> I will do that. Yeah, I will yeah. do that. Yes, I will. So this is your own favorite song, right? This is nice. This is nice? Yes. Well, like, I just like the cold. Yeah, it's very cool. Very subtle. So, um, you have, wait, do you have your PVC? So, no, but I have done the whole registration and all that okay. yet to pick up, yes. So that means if you have your card, that means you're voting? Yes. All things being equal. Yeah. All things being equal. <laughs> <laughs> because nobody knows. Tomorrow you might just not be able to for whatever reason, so. But yeah, all things being equal, I intend to vote. Thanks so. Thanks for the drink. For surprising me with it. Uh, you said you're going to make a drink and I said surprise me. Yeah, so this is a good one. So flirt vodka green apple goes very well with smooth chapman or sprites. Yes, you guys try it out at some point and think deep later. <laughs> <laughs> really? <laughs> yes, so um, thank you guys for tuning in. Don't forget follow me on Jerry's Diamond on Instagram uh, and Deep Kaza is on Twitter as D Y E P K A Z A H, right? Yeah, I got it right. Alright, guys, have an amazing week and take care. Bye.